Welcome to the Let New Adventures Begin podcast. My name is Laura. In 2016, my partner Patrick and I moved into a 192 square foot tiny house on wheels. This move was the start of a major life shift. Getting out of debt, taking ownership of our time and our health, while making new experiences and travel a priority. We started to share our journey on YouTube to hopefully inspire others to make changes and create the life that they truly want to live. Thank you for coming along with us as we let new adventures begin. So on January 18th of 2016, Bob sent us the contract. We signed off on all of the options that we wanted and we sent back the contract with a deposit for them to start building the house. Now, this was terrifying. <laughs> it was such a, a scary, scary time for us. There are so many reasons why this was a scary time. We, we talked about flying out to Chicago to meet Bob and look at the model home, but we knew our budget was so tight at that point that if we spent the money to like do that, take the time off work, it was going to be a little bit rough on our budget. So we could either extend the timeline out longer to save more money and try to go out on a trip, or, <laughs> this is not what I recommend, by the way, if you're thinking about getting a tiny house, don't do this. I basically said like, we can just go on faith and. And I felt so strongly that this tiny house and this layout was for us that we signed the contract. And I had such a good feeling from talking to Bob and like going back and forth about the contract and, and that sort of thing that I, I felt mostly okay with signing the contract and sending the deposit. But I'll be honest, when I was signing that paperwork, my hand was shaking because I was sending somebody a good chunk of my life savings at that point and I had never met them face to face, and I had never actually seen their work in person. And on top of that, neither Patrick or myself had ever physically been in a tiny house. A trailer, yes, but a tiny house, we had never seen one in person. They just, they weren't out there. You couldn't go see them. So it was something that we had to do kind of on blind faith. Yeah, if, if you're thinking about building a tiny house now, don't do that. Do a better job than we did of researching and figuring things out beforehand. But that's, that's just the way that things happened for us. And over the next several months, we got pictures from Bob. He would email us or post things on Instagram of when he got the trailer in, when he started putting the framing up. One of the other reasons we actually used Bob as our builder was because he built the houses at that time with steel framing. And I really liked the idea of steel framing because that old camper that I had, the structural beams were made of wood and it was, you know, very old. So that wood was starting to rot. And I thought, okay, if I want the tiny house to last a very long time, steel framing is going to make it last a very long time. Once we had signed the contract, it was just like this incredible, overwhelming feeling of like excitement, but also a lot of fear of was this gonna go well? Were there gonna be any problems? It was, it was just a lot of things to think about. And to be honest, at that point, almost everybody that we knew thought we were crazy. Um, they thought we were making a horrible mistake. Mostly everybody that we talked to was like, you're not 
you're not really going to do this. It was all fun when we were talking about tiny houses and they're so cute and look at these pictures and we like this one. But when we started putting money and signing contracts, people kind of panicked a little bit and they were like, don't, don't do this. Don't, you're wasting your money. This is a bad idea, buy a house. To me, I felt like I understood that fear because I felt it. But there was also something in me that said, you have to try this. Even if it's a horrible train wreck, you have to try this. It's something that I felt so strongly about the first time I saw it. I had that incredible spark of joy and just feeling like that was for me, that I knew I had to try it. So I was willing to take some risks and probably do th some things that were not very smart in that process. But the good news was that I am actually standing in the tiny house right now. So you know it, it worked out. <laughs> During that period of time that we were waiting for the house to be built and we were being sent pictures of the process, which was so fun and so exciting. Um, that was from January when we signed the contract and the house was scheduled to be delivered sometime in April and it ended up being April 19th of 2016 that the house was actually scheduled to be built. So before the house was delivered, we bought two things. We bought our Berkey uh, water filter and I bought a California king size mattress that I was so excited because we measured the dimensions of the loft or we got the measurements for the loft and we were like, we can fit a California king bed in that loft. So. It was back at the beginning of when mattresses packed in a box were becoming popular. So we ordered one of those because we could actually move it and get it up into the loft without too much fuss. And we needed something that was relatively thin so that we wouldn't lose too much headroom up there. At that point, we were going through this whole exciting process of waiting for the house to be delivered. And I remember that feeling of anticipation, like, Time was going so slowly. We were trying to figure out what we were going to do to get ready. The number one thing was we needed to find a place to park it. We ordered this tiny house and had absolutely no idea where we were going to park it. And this is where we just had a stroke of dumb luck because especially in New Jersey, finding parking for a tiny house long-term is very difficult. And it just so happened that not too far from where we were living in the condo, there was this place that was renting out lots that used to be an RV park. And I called them and found out that they had an open spot, um, scheduled an appointment to come and look at it. It had a cement slab, it had a power tower, it had water and it had sewer. And the price was pretty good for the month. And it was a month to month lease. We didn't have to sign a long-term contract. so. That was it, we were in, we told them we wanted the spot, we told them when the house was gonna get delivered, and then it was just a waiting game until that day when it actually was finished. At that point in time when we were waiting for the house to get delivered, we opened up the mattress in our spare room in the condo, and we did our first ever YouTube video together of us talking about the, the process that we were going through, finding a spot and getting the builder and all of these things that we were lining up to get our tiny house. It's a pretty awful video, so I don't recommend that you go back and watch it. It was an interesting little snapshot in our lives of 
the space before things really, really changed quite a bit. So nice to have <laughs> that, that memory. But uh, yeah, we've gotten a lot better at making videos since then. A little while after that, on April 19th of 2016, that the house was actually scheduled to be delivered. It was a Tuesday and our builder let us know that things were ready. They had done all the finishing and the painting. He was hooking it up in Chicago and it was going to be driven to our spot in New Jersey to get dropped off. Um, we found out later that the builder was trying to bring it out with his own truck. He was new to this business. He had just started his tiny house business and it was the second tiny house he had ever built. And I think it was a little bit bigger than the last one. And he got a little way away from Chicago and then figured out that his truck was probably not supposed to be pulling something this big and this heavy. So he contacted a hotshot and had them come and get the house at that point. So we were here at the leasing office for a couple hours waiting for the, the house to actually come in. And, and that was like our introduction to living in a sort of trailer park. We don't, we don't quite live in a trailer park. It's like a modular home community. There are some trailers, there are modular homes, there are park models. It's really a, an interesting collection of things, but we started to meet some of our neighbors and we walked around at the lake and checked out this new space that we were going to live in under the trees. And we were just so excited. And then we looked over at the road and sure enough rolling in was this looked like giant it, it did not look tiny at all it was so tall and i just remember thinking that's not tiny that's not tiny at all and as it came around the corner toward our lot the top corner of our house actually ripped down the cable line that was attached to a telephone pole and that was a whole thing <laughs> the owner of the property was like trying to figure out what to do um, but eventually they got the house backed into the lot very skillfully and bob our builder met us here at that point and um, we got to walk into the house for the first time and I, I really wish at that point we had been more comfortable doing YouTube videos. I so wish that we had all of that on film. We didn't, we didn't videotape any of that. We have pictures from around that period of time. Um, so that's nice, but I really wish we had video to, to capture that experience of what it was really like. When we finally first got to see the house and see how tall it was, I was like amazed at how tall it was. Keep in mind, this was our first time ever seeing a tiny house or being inside of a tiny house and it was ours and we were about to move into it. So the overwhelming experience, it, it was just, it was really overwhelming. I remember sitting up in the loft on the other side and looking down at the space and being like, okay, we actually did this, this happened. Because <laughs> up until then it was not tangible. It was just like this dream and it was all on paper. But that day it was here and we were about to move our stuff in. I think it's important to keep in mind that things are not like what they seem to be on TV. If you've watched a lot of episodes of Tiny House Nation or any of the other tiny house shows, when they are working on a tiny house, it's a, it's a TV production and everything is very polished and staged and looks perfect and looks very empty too, which our house did when we got it. But 
getting a tiny house built for you is just like when you get a, a house if it was brand new construction. You have no furniture. We didn't have the floors finished because we were still trying to figure out what we wanted to do. So we left the floors unfinished. The countertops still needed to be sealed. Everything was very open and empty. We didn't have any shelving in our kitchen because we didn't want cabinets. I didn't want it to be too enclosed, so I opted to, to have the kitchen empty and we would figure out our own shelving and storage options. But um, you were walking into a blank canvas. There were no curtains or anything like that. And that was part of why it was so overwhelming. It, it didn't feel like the way that it is on the tiny house shows where you just walk in, they hand you a key, your bed is made, everything is perfect. It's nothing like that. <laughs> so that day, we spent most of the day with Bob, our builder, and he went through all the systems in the house and showed us how to use the, the furnace, how to use the mini split, how um, the washer dryer works, all of these different things. So he spent all this time going over all the systems with us so that we could learn. The funny thing was at that point, we didn't have steps because you know a tiny house doesn't have RV steps that you can just pull out. So we had to take this giant step and <laughs> you were like climbing up into the tiny house. But we did at that point order some permanent RV steps which work perfectly with the tiny house because it is the same height. We weren't sure if it would work, but um, we got steps and that was a big upgrade. But over the next several weeks, so from April 19th when it was delivered to, um, I would say it was probably about the middle of June when we were actually able to move in. And we were in this whole process of fixing up the condo, painting, cleaning, getting rid of stuff so that we could rent out the condo. And at the same time, we were working on the tiny house and actually trying to get furniture and fixing everything and doing a little bit of painting and trying to figure out what I was going to do with the floor. So it wasn't just like this turnkey thing that we walked in. Part of that was because of the options that we selected on our contract. We were trying to save money at that time. So we did give up like the flooring and some other things so that we could make it work with our budget. And that was, that was what we needed to do to, to make it happen. So I'm happy that we did that and it gave us some space to really personalize it. So over those next several weeks, I used some of my old painting skills and I painted the floor with a, a really pretty wood grain finish. It was such a fun project. I would come over after work. We were still living at the condo while we were fixing up the tiny house and I, I painted the floor. And then once that was done, we went to Ikea to get all of our furniture and we spent just about a thousand dollars for all of our furniture, our couch, these shelving units, the all the stuff you see in the kitchen that holds our dishes, all of that stuff from Ikea for about a thousand dollars. So that's pretty good. You cannot, you can't even furnish one room in a regular house for that kind of budget. So it's just another way that the tiny house is, it's such a game changer financially. During those weeks in between, we were staying half at the condo and every once in a while we would stay at the tiny house because we had brought the mattress over, but we didn't have our stuff here. So it was really hard. We didn't have all of our clothes or our kitchen set up because everything was such a transition and we were kind of finishing hanging stuff up and um, figuring out how we were going to fit our stuff in here, which was quite the transition because 
prior to moving into the tiny house, we got rid of a lot of stuff. We did a, a bulk donation to a veterans association that came and picked up a whole bunch of stuff. And we did so many drop-offs at Goodwill. We just kept getting rid of stuff and kept getting rid of stuff. But once we had the house and we started moving things in, then we also figured out we had to get rid of more stuff. So that was an ongoing process of downsizing and getting ourselves to fit. But eventually, Right around, I think it was about the second week in June, we moved into the tiny house full time and we started to go through the process of finding a renter to put into the condo. So we were here living in 192 square feet, trying to figure out the process of living with each other in such a small space. And then at that time, Patrick had his Great Dane who stayed in the tiny house with us a few times. He, the Great Dane kind of went half and half with us and then sometimes she was at his parents' house. But um, it was quite the transition period <laughs> to get used to living in the tiny house. And because our house was a prototype, there were problems and <laughs> we had to sort out a lot of things. We knew that going into it, we were expecting it because we knew it was a prototype we were willing to go through that process and let's just say it was interesting <laughs> but i'll save that for the next video thank you so much if you watched this entire story the very long story of how we got to this point how we ended up in our 192 square foot tiny house on wheels i hope this was informative to you i hope it helps you to understand that it is not just a quick thing that happens overnight it takes planning and preparation and it's a process so thank you for being here and i'll have more information about our life in the tiny house in our upcoming videos Thank you so much for being here and spending time with us on the Let New Adventures Begin podcast. We hope that you are inspired to make changes in your own life so that you are living in a way that is the most fulfilling to you. If you would like to follow our journey, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Instagram at Let New Adventures Begin. And if you'd like behind the scenes information and early access to videos, consider becoming a supporting member on Patreon. And we will see you in the next adventure.